You are a blooming flower only if you could open your heart to the possibilities of you. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. Here we have conversations to free your heart, mind, and soul. I am your host, Cordelia Gaffar, the ultimate joy goddess and the possibility of joy within you. I guide women who look powerful on the outside, yet feel voiceless on the inside, to be replenished and aligned. Are you ready for the sacred experience of you? Are you ready for your soul's medicine? I call that four mind alignment, which recalibrates your body wisdom from your lotus up to your stomach up to your heart and completes your full transformation in your mind. Move and explore your lotus mind, feed and nourish your stomach mind, acknowledge and accept your heart mind, transcend your logical mind with sleep. Be free to be using ancient body wisdom in conversation, in community, and in practice. Be free to be. Challenging the rape culture and reclaiming our sexuality are not mutually exclusive. They are one side of the same hand. Today on the Free to Be show, I'm going to begin a series on taking up real issues that affect real women and girls every day. So we live in a society where it's normalized that it's okay for a boy in middle school to misbehave and um, I, I don't know what phrases they use these days, but I'm just going to use what it really is. Touching girls inappropriately and thinking it's okay. And, you know, our girls should feel safe walking down halls of schools without being grabbed in a corner in a hallway and kissed or groped. Also known as sexual, sexual assault. And our daughters shouldn't have to dress a certain way, do certain things, speak a certain way, be on guard. All children go to school for the purpose of education, first and foremost. They don't go to school for the purpose of being harassed or sexually assaulted. Part of my work as the ultimate joy goddess, helping women to have multi-orgasmic 
multi-orgasmic sex every single time is about women collectively reclaiming our sexuality. And our sexuality is the other side of our spirituality. I'll connect the dots as we explore this topic today. Let me begin with this. When you're raising your sons, do you encourage self-respect and clearly define what that means? And when you're raising your daughters, do you give her so many constraints that she's confused. You know, they say that a confused mind does nothing. And when sexual assault happens, freeze happens. That is the freeze response to a very traumatic event. And when the mind and the heart is not equipped with what to do in traumatic situations, most definitely you will freeze or fawn. And I, I, I'm not going to condone it. I don't want to, in my silence, condone rape culture and sexual assault. You know, the title of my podcast is The Free to Be Show for the purpose of us to free our minds, our hearts, and our souls. And so with this episode, that's what we shall do. Take out your journals and take notes. See and listen for where you are complacent and compliant with what's going on? Where are you throwing up your hands? Where are you throwing in the towel? Where are you saying, oh, that's the way it is? Does it have to be that way? Question that. Does it have to be that way? No, it doesn't. So let's just explore ways that we can discourage rape culture, beginning with our parenting. I didn't take the time to write down strategies or anything like that. I'm quite literally talking off the cuff and speaking from a place of anger. And in this anger, it has informed me that I have a platform that I'm not using for something that I detest, something that I don't know why it exists in the 21st century. We hired a man in this country to be our president, who think, 
who thinks it's okay to grab women by their genitalia. And with all of us allowing that man to take office, we supported rape culture at its height, at the highest office in this country. Think about that for a minute. What the actual fuck are we doing? And, you know, school has started some st- in some states a month ago, in some states a week ago, in some states a couple of days ago. When your daughters come home and they tell you things, don't demonize them. Don't tell them to cover up. Don't tell them to um, cow down or change the way they speak. Be in their corner. Be their soft place to land. Give them a hug. Listen to them. Listen to their pain. Help them know that they did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. And I admittedly, for many, many years, homeschooled my children partially because of this. You know, this is something I've never publicly spoken on, but I've been sexually assaulted quite a few times in my life. And I didn't always tell my parents, partially because I didn't know it was considered sexual assault. And partially because I was embarrassed. I've always been a straight-A student and um, followed the rules. I was the quietest person in the room. And I never expected to get any attention from anyone. I grew up mostly in the deep south where there is... uh, something called colorism amongst black people. And I'm a darker shade of brown. So I never expected anyone to be attracted to me. But what I didn't know was because I was the deeper shade of brown, I was the the girl toy. The one that you can just poke a little bit, kiss a little bit, ram up against a, a locker, and, you know, just go on to the next class. I didn't know that those small 30-second, one-minute interactions were considered sexual assault. But I'm here to tell you, if you have a daughter that said that these things have happened to her, or if you're a teacher and you've seen it happen, that's what it is. It's sexual assault. We have to take a stand against this. We have to create an environment of respect amongst humans. We have to respect physical boundaries. It's not okay to randomly touch someone. 
I know that schools are overcrowded and in hallways things happened. Things happen. And those things are not okay. I'm angry. I'm very, very angry. And what I want to share with you today are ways to change the way we think, change the way we see things with our physical eyes, change the way we speak about things. You know, let's begin with talking about touch. No, let's back up. Let's begin with talking about consent because broadly consent is understood or rather misunderstood as is it okay if I touch you? And the answer is yes or no. Consent is a lot deeper than that. And some of the things that I'm going to share are from the kink world. Yes, I did say kink. And so when I talk about reclaiming our sexuality, we must begin with consent. So in the kink world, there's like a whole ass contract that people create about uh, limits and about uh, the types of touch that is acceptable and not acceptable and when and how and um, safe words and things like that. So perhaps just for the rest of the world who may not be familiar with kink or consent, let's begin with understanding that if you don't have a contractual agreement to touch somebody, guess what? You just don't touch them. If you don't have a contractual agreement for someone to look in your direction, don't look at them. And I think that this should be part of the health curriculum in schools. It should be part of the sexual education in schools. In fact, we should change the way we teach sexual education in school. You know, we, we talk a lot about what not to do, but consent is about what's permissible and what's agreed upon and what people will commit to doing, right? So what's agreed upon is these are the things that I agree. These are the types of touch, the types of looks that I agree to. And the commitment is, okay, we are in agreement that I will only touch you this way that is agreed upon. And I commit that if you tell me to stop, I will. If you tell me that I'm getting close to your limit, I will pull back. 
So my first recommendation is health teachers and sex education teachers learn about what true sexual consent is and teach that in your sex education classes and your health classes. Number two, let's talk about safe words. Let's talk about red is fucking stop. Yellow is you're getting pretty damn close. And green is like everything's good. Let's teach those things. I mean, we might as well, right? We're already saying don't have sex. And if you want to have sex, protect, have protected sex. What the fuck is that? Using a condom and some hormones that are going to fuck up your body, women's bodies, girls' bodies, and possibly make them infertile? In the world of consent, we could explore forms of sexual contact that don't impregnate girls, that don't endanger boys or girls from getting sexual, um, sexually transmitted diseases or infections, as they're calling them these days. We really need to rethink what the fuck we're doing. Because I'm sick and tired of 12-year-olds getting knocked up. I'm sick and tired of boys getting a, oh, you know, he's just being a boy. And then the girls getting demonized or um, called a slut. Sex, sex is not only for the purpose of procreation, it is a divine union. It is a spiritual connection between two souls. That is the way we need to teach sexual education. Not any other way. Reclaim sex. We're all here because of it. I exist because my parents had sex. You exist because your parents had sex. It is not a bad thing. It is not shameful. It is the most beautiful connection that two humans can ever create. And we have all this drama around it and all this bullshit around it. Why? Yes, I'm a little bit on my, I'm, I'm mostly on my soapbox here. I'm mostly in a rant. And I'm pretty sure every fucking body listening to this completely understands and has either had an, ex, uh, um, an experience themselves or knows a kid or has a kid that has had an experience. Don't shame your children. Don't, sh don't shame the girls, especially. They are not doing any fucking thing different than anybody else. And as a practicing Muslim, I'm going to say to, to Muslims or conservatively religious people of any denomination or any religion, shut the fuck up. It's, you know, I 
have lived on this planet for 51 years. And half of that time, I dressed like everybody else. Quite normal and modest as a non-Muslim. And then for about 22 years, I dressed very modestly as a Muslim. Hijab, abaya, all the things. And now I dress however the fuck I want. And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes, no, all the time, it's not the way a woman dresses. It's the permissibility that society gives men to do whatever the fuck they want. And that's the bottom line. So today I'm challenging rape culture, the rape culture in your mind, the rape culture in your heart, the things that you let go. And I'm going to tangent for a split second here. Part of that rape culture is even in our households, in our marriages. I am so curious how many women are married and have allowed their husband to get a little bit while they're sleeping and after they said no. You're being raped, even if you're married. I'm so curious how many women have been like, you know what, let me just give him a real quick blowjob just so I can get him off my back. Guess what? That is not consensual sex. Did I just blow your mind? And I'm so curious how many men think it's okay that, you know, oh, she's my wife. She's going to give me whatever I need. Uh-uh. No. She is your wife. This is the woman that you must respect the most. Because whether or not you know it, the way you mistreat your wife is the same way you're mistreating your daughter. And you're disrespecting yourself. You're disrespecting your Lord. You're disrespecting your body. You are a rapist. I don't care if you're married or not. And I also want to bring it back to the topic of when you finish listening to my episode today, I want you to really think about who you're being in the world. Who are you being sexually? Are you a rapist? Do you laugh at what rapists do? Do you think it's funny? Do you make jokes about these things? Why do you do that? And I really want you to think about what sex is. It is only always a prayer. It is a form of worship. It is a way to connect deeply with yourself, your Lord, and your spouse. And if you choose not to get married and you're in a long-term committed relationship with someone, then it is a divine union between you and your partner. And outside the bounds of any of that, 
if you're in alternative sexual lifestyles, you are well aware of contracts and consent and those things. And are you? Are you being compliant with what you agreed upon? Or are you skipping over things here and there? We really need to think about who we're being as a human race. I've talked about a lot of things. And most of all, I want you to hear this whole episode as a reflection of you, the way you think, the way you're being, the way you show up. And really examine how you can be a better human being. Thank you for listening. Share this with another heart. Share this with another soul. And until next week, be free. Thank you for being present for the Free to Be Show with the possibility of joy within you. Now go into the oceans of your mind and integrate and stimulate the body wisdom within you today. Create the remainder of your day differently. Be a stand for who you be. Experiment with using your voice. And if you require a soft place to land in community, connect with me at theultimatejoygoddess.com. Together we will explore the joy within you. Until next week, be free.